Hi, Mark Robertson, back with you again on One Truth. Well, Pope Francis is at it again. He recently gave a sermon where he essentially did what many bishops and priests want him to do, start talking about getting rid of Catholic moral teaching, or at least teaching that teaching and putting it forth. It's the hopes of many of them. There's really no right and wrong, no hell. You know, you don't go to hell. Nothing you can do is actually wrong. It's all about love and mercy. He said in a sermon at a mass recently that keeping the truth does not mean defending ideas or becoming guardians of a system of doctrines and dogma. It means remaining bound to Christ and being devoted to his gospel. Truth is Christ himself. Well, that may sound good and everything and wonderful, but the Catholic Church from its beginning has been about teaching doctrines and actual teaching in faith and morality and truth. Abortion is wrong. Cohabitation is wrong. Fornication is wrong. Uh, adultery is wrong. Homosexuality is wrong. The actual homosexual acts are wrong. And on and on, the teaching of the Catholic Church is very specific well, Francis obviously wants to water it down with the other leftists in the church who don't like those mean old rules, and people just don't follow them anyway, so we can't teach those things about contraception. I mean, how crazy, how out of touch are we? Well, these are teachings. The Catholic Church does not require anyone to be a Catholic, but they can put forth teachings, and they can explain those teachings. The Catholic Church is a teaching institution. Uh, Christ gave the apostles the command to go and preach to the whole world. And that's what they're supposed to do. The bishops of today are the apostles of the current day. And this is what they're supposed to do. They're supposed to teach the Catholic faith. And that includes teachings that many in the current world think are crazy. They go against the grain. Well, the Catholic Church has always gone against the grain when it is actually being the Catholic Church. But today's bishops, many or if not most, are weak and actually oppose Catholic teaching in the many areas of sexuality and along those lines and moral teaching and things of the current faith. They, it's just a nightmare. Even things like socialism, they, a lot of bishops favor that. That's anti-Catholic teaching as well. And they go against it. It's just a nightmare with these bishops. And this is but what many of the church I've actually heard bishops say. They want to get away from teaching all this stuff about abortion and all the sexual teachings of the church. It's old-fashioned. Well, no, that's uh, uh, what the church is there for. It's very specific teachings, teaching how to live. The Ten Commandments are very specific. And that's what our faith does. It teaches us, it gives us a compass. I mean, we don't know anything. We, you can rationalize about any kind of behavior. And so if you don't have a compass to guide you or parameters to stay within, uh, you just kind of drift. And everybody needs guidance. We're not that smart. You know, that's how you form your conscience as well, with learning right and wrong, being taught biblical teachings or teachings of the church tradition of the church. Church tradition actually came before the Bible. And uh, so this is what we get. And we get taught right and wrong by the church, and Francis seems to want to 
water that down and just make it easier for everybody. It's actually he wants to make it easier for himself and his fellow bishops. They don't have to be concerned with teaching all these mean things to Catholics, and maybe that will attract more. Well, that's not what attracts more. What attracts more is the truth. You need to teach the Catholic faith the truth of its doctrines, its teachings on morality and sexual morality that have been the same for over 2,000 years. And Francis has gone this route, though, since he became Pope. In one of the worst acts of his papacy, maybe only second to how he has handled the situation with China, he decimated the great John Paul II Institute, which taught, which emphasized teaching on human sexuality and marriage. And it was the beautiful Catholic teaching. Now they get all these people in there who are basically heretics. It's basically, it's a shame they even have John St. John Paul II's name on there. Francis has ruined that as well, as he has ruined so much. But uh, it, it is just something, and it's pathetic. Uh, St. Paul spoke against this kind of thinking on and on, and I'm by no means an expert on St. Paul, but he basically was inspired by the Holy Spirit to say that the Catholic Church teaches right and wrong in all areas of morality. And this is a doctrine, this is what they are called to do, the bishops are called to do, and thus the priests and anyone who teaches the Catholic faith. Uh, Taylor Marshall has a very good uh, YouTube uh, show on this and, and Francis's latest sermon and he, he decimates it and says he's wrong. And he actually prays for Francis that he does convert to the Catholic faith because it's anti-Catholic what he was saying, that uh, the church should not emphasize the doctrines and the dogmas that have been there from the very beginning. That's part of it. Yes, you can have mercy. Yes, you can teach the gospel, but that's the gospel teaches uh, right and wrong as well, including the whole Bible does as well. So who knows what Francis is up to? He's always up to something. He's manipulating. He's getting ready to change something. He wants to get away from all this morality teaching and contraception and abortion. He's from the very beginning, he's wanted to de-emphasize the killing of children. Um, and over and but now he wants to get into this great reset madness, one world government. He's more worried about straws in the ocean than he is about babies being killed in the womb. It's just a nightmare. But again, we need to pray for Francis that he uh, he converts to the Catholic faith. And this is really just another uh, step in the way he wants to take the church. And he's very sneaky. He never says up front what he's all about. It's really not that complicated. The Pope Benedict was an intellect, maybe the greatest intellect in, in centuries in the Catholic Church. But he was very simple and straightforward. Uh, and uh, John Paul II uh, was as well. They were Catholic teachers. They taught the Catholic faith. Uh, of course, neither were perfect. No one is. But Francis is taking the church in a different direction. He, he's just continued to be a disaster. Recently, he held this crazy conference at the Vatican. He called, it was a emphasized global health. Uh, it was just basically a front for uh, advancing his uh, insane reset, which is basically communism or a one world order. And he had all these far left radicals there at the Vatican, in the Vatican, and he spoke there. I mean, he had these new age group, the Deepak Chopra. He was there. and He's actually been a great critic of the Catholic Church on the usual things, the Crusades, which they don't even know anything about the Crusades. The Catholic Church had no guilt in the Crusades. It was defending itself. And he, of course, other things, of course, the sexual teaching and women and all the usual things 
that they, they don't know anything about, that they just say things about the Catholic Church. It, it was pathetic. And uh, Chopra pushes Hinduism, which opposes Christianity. And, and Francis, does, it seems like he does this stuff just to irritate traditional Catholics or actual Catholics. He just has the, this chip on his shoulder that he, he really does despise those who are conservative politically or traditional Catholics. I mean, he hates uh, conservatives in the political arena. They've had some great leaders in uh, Rome and, and in Italy, and the great ones, uh, they, had, they had a Catholic one, a very Catholic one who prayed the rosary in public, but Francis trashed him. He likes these leftists all the time, and, and he, he's up close with these dictators and communists, but he hates free marketers and freedom-loving uh, leaders, as rare as they are. And he's just he's just wrong on everything. He's one of these guys that's just wrong on nearly everything. And it's just his judgment is just pathetic. Other people we had at this crazy conference, Errol Smith guitarist, Joe Perry. I've barely heard of Errol Smith. I've never heard of Joe Perry. Why was he there, though? Is he has something very Catholic to say? I doubt it. Uh, an atheist named Paul Bloom. He was a, as a psychologist. And God knows what he teaches, an atheist psychologist. Yes, that's what we need there. That really did good uh, back in the 1960s. Carl Rogers basically decimated the orders of nuns. He was a psychologist, uh, one of these free thinkers that nothing's right, nothing's wrong. And, of course, pro-abort Chelsea Clinton was there. What on earth was she doing there? Of course, uh, she was a proxy for her virulently pro-abortion anti Catholic mom, Hillary Clinton, and uh, it's just goes on and on. Hillary Clinton hates the Catholic Church. She was found to be trying to undermine it not long ago with that her wicked associate, John Podesta, and uh, they they just, there's so much evil in these people. Uh, model Cindy Crawford was there. Yes, I'm sure she knows a lot about Catholic doctrine and teaching. Uh, that's, that's what we need. Pro-LGBT, uh, they keep adding letters. And, and uh, pro-abort Mike Bloomberg's daughter there. I don't know anything about her, but being Bloomberg's daughter, she's obviously a big pro-abort leftist. Uh, Mike Bloomberg is a big pro-abort. And so what, she was obviously representing Mike Bloomberg. Of course, Anthony Fauci was there spreading his usual nonsense and lies and ignorance. And all these pharma CEOs were there pushing these vaccines and... Uh, that's another whole ball of wax. Who knows if those things are safe? They don't even seem safe, much less being able to fight the disease, although I'm not an expert in that. I'm not saying not one way or the other on that. But uh, also population control pusher Jane Goodall. Uh, Francis he made his famous quote, he doesn't want Catholics to breed like rabbits. Well, he obviously thinks there's an overpopulation problem. Was it totally anti-Catholic? It's ridiculous to even say something like that. There's a birth dearth in once great Catholic Europe and even in the United States now. And uh, there are some countries like Hungary and Poland instituting programs to increase family size. And it's actually been somewhat successful. So Francis is probably opposing that as well. And it, it, this is basically a whole thing's a push for worldwide government health care, which is a disaster everywhere. You know, these people are as ignorant as can be, or they're just Stalinist people who want to take over the world. Government health care in countries has never worked, much less a worldwide health care type of operation. It would just be a nightmare. These people are not in touch with reality, for one thing. Francis really 
has not much to do with Catholicism. I mean, he is a pope. I guess he does know how to say mass, and he says masses, but it's just an absolute disastrous direction to take the church. And, of course, he's a big supporter of this big reset. He has all these leftists at the Vatican all the time, this far-left radical, uh, Sachs, uh, they're Jeffrey Sachs, and he's just basically big UN type guy. He, Francis loves the UN. Matter of fact, he's told us we got to follow the UN. I mean, could, could he be any more wrong? The UN is largely a disaster. We should get out of the UN and get the UN out of the United States, as many have said before. It's pretty much a worthless organization, even a harmful organization. So it's not even neutral. It does more harm than good. It doesn't do any good. It's, it's all harm. It really, there is no good in the UN, in my opinion, or very little good, other than possibly being a communication channel for some leaders to have speeches heard that should, like President uh, Trump. And uh, so, but other than that, it's pretty much a, a waste and a waste of time, and it does damage. And of course, Francis is a big supporter of the UN. This conference was some of its sponsors, Sanford Health, and it helps women access abortions. Another sponsor was Meridian Health, and it offers abortifacients to expected mothers. The moderators were from CNN, MSNBC, and CBS. Obviously, they're all leftists because that's the only type of people that work there. And uh, this pope is just the disaster continues. He's the same pope that brought these Pachamamas, whatever that is, these pagan worship symbols into St. Peter's Basilica and onto the ground of St. Peter having these new age ceremonies that were just pathetic. What, what, what is he up to? What is this all about? Like I say, it's like he's trying to rub the face of traditionalists into the mud. He he's really has a lot of anger at this Pope, if you ask me. And he has chips on his shoulder. This is just ridiculous to do that. And he brought these uh, pagan symbols into St. Peter's Thankfully, that young hero, hero, Alexander, threw him into the Tiber. And, of course, Francis uh, apologized for that being done. He didn't, of course, he was very upset with this true Catholic, Alexander Shugel, I believe is how his last name is pronounced, and uh, a great heroic effort. And uh, it's just it's just ridiculous. It goes on and on and on. And then this great reset, uh, it, it basically is communism. It wants to destroy the work of creation and nullify redemption. It's the lie of the devil. And the great Archbishop uh, Carlo Vigano, he has another great piece on this great reset. And uh, basically it's called Considerations on the Great Reset. He's written many things and spoken out many times against this madness. But his latest one is called Considerations on the Great Reset. And you can find it at good Catholic sites, Church Militant, uh, The Remnant, and other places. And it's well worth your read. And thank God for Carlo Vigano, Archbishop Carlo Vigano. Uh, Francis despises him. He, Francis is, is so pathetic uh, that when uh, Carlo Vigano criticized, he, Francis brought up something about his brother in a, a, a real estate situation, which was totally absurd. Uh, Carlo Vigano has explained that and is much ado about nothing, but Francis wants to use it. He's just a petty person, and totally like a petty political person in this country, like Pelosi or some of those people. He, he's really not a good guy, among other things. He, and he's definitely a disastrous pope. And, of course, Francis has gone out of his way to support pro-abortion, pro-same-sex marriage, pro-transgender, pro-socialist, 
Joe Biden and uh, the a number of U.S. bishops have actually been critical of Biden, including uh, the outstanding Archbishop Nauman of the Diocese of Kansas City in Kansas. And uh, the Francis, they're having a meeting of the bishops. Uh, they're uh, a meeting that they held, hold twice a year coming up in June. And it's been thought that they will make a decision on how they will treat Biden or at least a statement. Well, that panicked uh, Francis and also the leftist in the uh, National Catholic uh, Bishops Conference. And uh, they uh, went out and essentially soupage of Chicago, another disaster, and, and Tobin of Newark, two total pathetic bishops, uh, wrote uh, basically a uh, order to the bishops and through Francis. Francis, uh, it's act like it comes from Francis, but it comes from these guys with Francis backing, of course, that do not write anything out that criticizes the pro-abort pro-same-sex marriage Biden. It's just pathetic, these people. And of course, they criticize President Trump, who's the most pro-life president in U.S. history. It's it's ridiculous. It just goes on and on. And uh, they don't want any action. I hope these bishops, though, go against that and keep speaking out against uh, Biden and his fake, devout Catholic status with many people. It's just total propaganda. Biden is a disaster. He's virulently pro-abortion. He, he, the first or second day in office, <clears throat> he uh, essentially got rid of the Mex New Mexico or Mexico City policy, which will now, again, pay for abortions around, essentially pay for abortions around the world. He he's, should not receive the Holy Eucharist. He should be excommunicated officially. He has excommunicated himself, but the bishops should excommunicate him. But there really are not any or very few bishops that would have the, the courage to do that. But it, it's ridiculous that the Catholic Church uh, allows this to happen. It's scandal in the Catholic Church. It goes against, of course, Canon 915 that Archbishop or that Cardinal Burke has so long defended and talked about that needs to be enforced. That uh, basically says anybody in public life acting in a non-Catholic way should not receive the Eucharist. It creates scandal within the church, and it uh, greatly harms that person. So it's actually a pastoral act. To withhold the Eucharist from these people. This will make give them a new perspective and, and the things that will show them how grave that their actions are. And it's it's another crazy. And of course, uh, Joe Biden's bishops are very weak. This Archbishop Wilton Gregory of Washington, soon to be a cardinal, of course, Francis, to, he appoints these disastrous cardinals and he doesn't make good men like uh, the uh, Archbishop Chaput. Uh, it doesn't make him a car. I mean, it's ridiculous. Everything, like I say, it seems like everything he does, his world is upside down. Everything he does is wrong. He keeps appointing these guys that uh, that are just disasters to these high-profile positions that are very important in the church. And we mentioned this a little earlier. But his handling of the situation in China could not be where it's a total disaster. It's been reported that he's even getting payoffs from China because that's another thing. He's an awful administrator. The, the Vatican is essentially bankrupt, and it's they, they're not getting money sent into them because he actually corruptly used money from Peter's Pence to help fund Hillary's election, and probably Biden's too, although I don't know that for sure. But he, he's just corrupt financially as well. So sexual and financial corruption uh, usually go together. And uh, Francis has overlooked this. I mean, yes, he did defrock the virtually evil uh former Cardinal McCarrick, now just um, McCarrick, uh, Theodore McCarrick, he's been defrocked, so he's no longer a Cardinal. But at first, he actually promoted him. He, he lifted uh, the uh, 
sanctions or whatever the Pope Benedict rightly put against Cardinal McCarrick. And he brought him back and had him travel the world. And he is probably largely responsible for setting up this mess in uh, China and uh, organizing that because McCarrick was essentially a communist, a, a sexual predator, pervert. It, it's just a, a disaster. How the this McCarrick and Bernadine, Cardinal Joseph Bernadine in Chicago, two of the most influential uh, cardinals or members of the hierarchy of the U.S. Catholic Church in the last 60 years, and they're both virtually assured sexual predators, uh, which McCall may be, Bernadine uh, uh, may be an actual Satanist as well, and uh, McCarrick uh, has had communist leanings and things like that. So these are the two most, no one of the Catholic Church is in such a mess. And uh, then now Francis appoints this Hong Kong bishop, this new bishop there. Uh, he's a Jesuit, of course, and he says, oh, unlike the great Cardinal Zen, this new uh, cardinal or bishop there is not for rocking the boat with China. He's for dialogue. Well, that's what uh, the, the bishops are with Biden. They want a dialogue with him about abortion. Dialogue never works. You, you got to listen to people like the great Cardinal Zen who speaks out so boldly, who has spoken out so boldly against this evil regime in China. And, uh, of course, Francis never speaks out against him. He, Francis actually has this cohort who came with him to Rome, I think, from uh, Argentina. His name is Sarando. Bishop Sarando has actually said, paraphrasing a bit, but the Chinese or China is one of the best examples of how the Catholic Church should operate how it operates here. Well, that this is totally the opposite. The Catholic Church has essentially been shut down in China. Now, is this Sarando just the most ignorant guy on the planet, or is he a communist himself lying? I, I would say the second part is probably a better chance of being true. He, he has communist leanings, as no doubt Francis does as well. It's just ridiculous. It's such a lie. I mean, I mean, get you take. St. John Paul II and Ronald Reagan brought down communism in uh, the Soviet Union, Eastern Europe. Well, these guys promote it. They actually defend it. So how can we go from John Paul II and Benedict to this guy, Francis, and his cohorts, his communist cohorts? It's really pathetic. And the, the Vatican is infested with guys like this who don't care about morality, who are morally corrupt or financially corrupt. It, it's just one of the, the most disastrous times in the history of the Catholic Church. And it just goes on and on and on. And uh, it's we need people to strongly speak out against China. Well, it's not happening except for people like the great uh, Cardinal Zinn and just a few others. And it's just pathetic. And now Francis wants to set up a seven-year environmental plan. That's just more socialism. It's more Great Reset. It's more of this one world government, new world orders, nonsense. And Baklov Klaus, the former president of the Czech Republic, said that the environmental movement is the new communist movement of this day. That's what it is. It's all about controlling the masses. We all want clean air and clean water. But this extremist environmentalism is about power and control and one world government. It's pathetic. It's just another vehicle that these people use. Uh, to control the masses. And it's the, the, the claim that mankind has and is creating harmful global, global warming is a total sham and lie. And it just 
goes on and on. And the media, of course, backs it. And now Francis backs it. Francis is just, he's just a far left route. Everything he does is wrong. Every once in a while, he'll do something right. Yes, the Vatican came out recently and saying that they couldn't bless so-called same-sex unions. Well, yes, that's been the teaching for 2,000 years. But who knows what he wants to, will actually do. I mean, those are words. I mean, you already got Germany. Cardinals in Germany say they'll basically just ignore it. Matter of fact, they already have ignored it. They already are blessing so-called same-sex unions. In the church in Germany, it's kind of amazing. It's like a tale of two cities. There are some very strong bishops and cardinals in Germany, but then there are some of these crazy guys, too, like the current head of the, the German Bishops' Conference, and that Marx and Casper, and these. it's just pathetic. Uh, they're really harming the church. Germany has some of the most beautiful Catholic churches in the world, but the Catholic church there is in disarray, with a few exceptions. There are a few strong bishops there. But uh, it, it's really, it's all about, uh, largely about the sexual morality. I mean, they want to approve all this stuff. They don't want to, I mean, that's, uh, Francis started right out, right out of the box. And uh, the, the uh, basically wanting to allow uh, Catholics being divorced and remarried. And uh, he uh, basically snuck that in a very long papal exhortation. And, uh, but it was caught, of course, but uh, they wouldn't even, he wouldn't even, he's never really has answered the questions about that. So that's another thing. He'll talk to people like the uh, lunatic James Martin, who calls himself a priest, who basically goes against the teaching of the Catholic Church on sexual morality and, and homosexuality. But he won't talk to the great cardinals uh, who wanted to ask him questions about his, new, his teaching on uh, uh, divorce and remarriage and how uh, there are some, it can be some exceptions. Well, he won't answer them. He doesn't communicate at all with anyone who, uh, with uh, traditional Catholic teachings as far as having listened what they say. It's just, uh, it just really is pathetic. It's just, even if he does disagree with them, he doesn't even give them a voice. He basically wants to shut them out and, and be in control of the, of the whole situation. And now, like we said, uh, after hearing all this, we have to pray for uh Francis, Pope Francis, that he does uh, convert to the Catholic faith because right now, and he does it again, it just seems to keep happening. That he goes against the faith and you wonder what he's up to. He keeps throwing these things out, these trial balloons, and he does get shot down. And that's one thing he really doesn't, he's not a great leader. So a lot of times he will waver and not go forth with. He does catch a lot of grief. So we got to keep speaking out against it. That's our hope. And uh, that's, the truth will win out if we keep speaking the truth and keep acting on the truth because what Francis puts forth is not the truth and we need to do this. And it's a very important, uh, you know, Christ guaranteed that the church would never perish, but it can go through some very rough times and it's going through that right now. I mean, what, what is the answer? Every, since Vatican II, virtually every measurement in the church has turned for the worse. The number of people in the church, the number of marriages, the number of baptisms, uh, the number of confirmations, the number of Catholic schools in the United States especially keeps going down. And many Catholic schools really aren't even that Catholic. I mean, we got away from the 60s when they, all the, the nuns were devastated by all this new age psychobabble. And they basically dropped out of, from being nuns. And then now we got to hire all these lay people in the Catholic church. And they're well-meaning, but they have to be paid and, not the, and everything. When you have nuns teaching the church, they can all live in a convent 
and uh, basically share the workload and uh, their provided housing and, and things like that so they can teach and they're, they're, they dedicate their lives to it. But now we got to get into the modern world and there's very great teachers in Catholic schools. There's very great teachers in government schools, but uh, that's another whole ball of wax that we'll talk about at some point. But, uh, uh, but the Catholic Church since Vatican II and, and really modernism has been put into the church for over 100 years. Uh, the great Pope Pius X warned about that and it's been a problem ongoing and here we are today. So what do we do? How do we get back to the on the right track? Well, the only answer to me is it's very simple. It's Catholicism. Get back to true Catholicism. Get back to teaching the faith. Get back to teaching right and wrong about very specific things involving sexuality or however you treat your neighbor or things like that. The 10 like I say the 10 commandments are very specific. And we got to get back to teaching. I mean, what's wrong with the Baltimore Catechism? Get back to teaching these things to kids in schools and things like this. And I'm not saying that the Latin Mass would cure all, but uh, we turned away from the Latin Mass in the 50s, and that's just another thing. And the Latin, and there were problems in the 50s and the 40s and everything. Always, there have always been problems in the church. It's a human institution. But right now, it seems to be in free fall in many ways. They're closing parishes. They're closing schools. And the only way to bring that back is to bring back the strong Catholic faith. We talked about some nuns. There are some very traditional orders of nuns in, in uh, Ann Arbor, Nashville, in Gower, Missouri, some Benedictines, and uh, other a few other places. And Francis doesn't like those traditional orders either. And he'd like to get rid of them as well. So he's, everything he does is basically on the wrong track. You just go in the opposite direction of Francis, and that's a good answer for the Catholic Church. But the answer is to get back to the Catholic faith and to true Catholic teaching. And yes, you need to teach and defend the doctrines of the Catholic faith, unlike what Francis told us in a sermon this week. We thank you for joining us this time on One Truth, and we will see you next time.